expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Another Thursday, right here with the Goddess Chess Girl, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. Today's topic is what's the business? Because guess what? We got some business to talk about and we're going to talk about it all. I have a guest with me tonight. I'm going to introduce her in a few, but you know how we do when we get it started. We got to first give a shout out to everyone who has joined me watching. Special shout out to those who have not yet. But guess what? Like, comment, and share throughout the show. If you haven't liked the page, please go and do so. You know I love for you to come through. Come and talk to me because I love to talk to you. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's what? Good people, we are here. First, give an honor and glory to God. God bless everyone who's watching, everyone who does not get the opportunity to watch. Oh, dear God, continue to keep us and hold us, Lord. You already know. We already know, Lord. We don't question you, but we do have questions, oh, Father God. Continue to keep us, oh, Father God. Continue to let everyone know to trust on you and lean on your understanding. We know nothing happens miraculously. However, we just are questioning why things are happening, Lord. Hold us. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. Watch over the city, all of the families. Touch the hearts of all of the people that are grieving right now, Lord, Father God. Bless over our schools, our teachers, just our whole community, oh, Father God. We love you. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. That's how we got to shut it off, y'all, because there's so much darkness in the world. And ah, that's right. You know me. I'm going to bring that light. So today's topic is what's the business? And I got my girl here, Shalina Brown from Blossom Blends, definitely is going to be with me to talk about her business and the benefits of the whole herbal um, mentality, holistic approach, um, natural remedies to some of our illnesses. I thought it was appropriate to bring her on here because first of all, I want to give y'all an update about this E. coli in our system. Now, people are still saying that they need accountability. They got questions like what's going on? Y'all know that we had a call to boil water for a few days right here in Baltimore, where they say West Baltimore of the city. But my thing was all these pipes running through, baby, if it's affecting me, it's affecting you. But I don't know. Now that the call is off, a lot of residents are saying they still don't trust it. The way that um, the city council is responding is that they set up three investigative meetings. I think the first one was happening today, um, two more to follow next Thursday and the following Thursdays um, to address the E. coli. 
um, one of the West Baltimore residents in the Sanchester Harlem Park um, neighborhood is getting help from Fox 45 Project Baltimore to actually get an independent company to test the water after Baltimore City is alleging and reports that it came out that is no more issues with our water supply. They said that they have enhanced the chlorization of the water and I think I was smelling it and tasting it a little bit. Had to pick my baby up a little bit early today um because you know we was using the bottle waters and all that stuff like that but i think he brushed his throat was a little issue i don't know i know i seen the lady on the news already saying that she was um sick or whatever i'll say that but i just hope that ain't the case or whatever my tongue filler i don't know but anyway we're gonna talk about it and what's the business you know how i run the segments on what in the world we got some good what in the world and of course the what in the what but without Further ado, so I can get my girl in here on this discussion with me. I appreciate her for joining me tonight. Shalina Brown, Blossom Blends. How you doing this evening? Hey, how are you? I am good. Well, you know, I already gave you a good salute, big shout out for joining me. <laughs> Selena Brown, you were actually my first caller, my girlfriend from Penguin. So we go way, way, way back um, when we got to 20 years. 21 years. Yes. 22 20 years. Sorry, 22. Oh, yeah. 21. So 22 years. Yeah. 22. So that says a lot. You know, I struggled all my life to have connections with people, especially um women you know and no thoughts of my own so we've always <laughs> said a genuine connection girl so you know i, I appreciate you for that um I appreciate you too, yeah you know we always as friends always just talking but we lost touch for a little while and then when i got back in contact with my girl um it was a little bit before um covid came in and she had launched her business what is it two years running now um for blocks yes. blends where basically concentrates on the herbal um, supplements of addressing some health um, issues. So, girl, you heard me talking about that E. coli, girl. I'm always usually paranoid about all type of health type of stuff. Um, <laughs> but let's just, what's going on with your business at Blossom Blends? Tell a little bit people about it. Okay, well, um, first and foremost, my business, I got into holistic medicine, I would say probably like in 2006 when I worked for an integrative medicine department. Um, I seen how remedies and homeopathy is what they call it mm -hmm. was very beneficial to people and how they were taking and um, using an alternative style to you know for healthcare. and i seen that it worked so um initially i started off just doing my own history and trying things myself using all my children and just really adopted it for my family and my friends when i made it available or decided to make it available was when you know, this pandemic thing happened. You know, pandemic was a word that scared me. So it was like, okay, what are we to do now? You know, and I believe in herbs. I'm not against medicine. That's your choice, but you know, more of an herbal approach. And that's what I did. So people were getting COVID. <clears throat> you know what I mean? What can help with that? You know what I mean? You got people going to hospital, family scared. It was something that happened. So it was things that I had and I just tried to make it available to people. One way or another, CMOS was the first thing that I seen that helped me, and that was way before that with a lot of things. So, see that I, you know, believed in, took myself, 
like I said, me and my family use it. And I found different ways to do that. Getting a person to consume it as a gel, topical, making soaps. Um, you know, just girl, you had that good everything. I know you had that good yeah. nine salts and the V stem services as well as the body sculpting. Yes, I've laid on your table. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely been a pleasure. I know you had the sauna bag and everything else like that. So you um so basically you were saying that you was highly interested in getting into it more so um the development and launching the business um in, in 2020, like right when that pandemic hit and everything else. Right. Okay, okay. So that was more of the herb things. And um, just as far as, then, you know, it was this new trendy thing with the, everyone going to get body sculpt. Um, Did my homework and, you know, took a class. Shout out to uh, one of the best instructors that I've ever had because she taught me a lot as far as being able to do things and alter the body and have those same results without doing it non-invasively. So, you know, you as you see, you see what can be done. Yeah, girl, you know it worked. So. It worked. It worked. You know those little bots or what's your name that I got, and I know I definitely laid on that table, got that nice little um. I don't know what method that you had used, but um, um we we did contouring and we also did wood therapy. Um, I've done compression therapy on you. I've done a lot, you know, and like you said, we the, the yoni yeah, stuff. Black, that black stuff that yes. that wore me out. That was yes. <laughs> yes. when I had to take it off. But anyway, you know, our services are highly, highly, highly recommended, Shalina. Um, tell them how they can contact you at Blossom Blends because I know you also had like some beverages too. Because I remember coming back um across you and you gave me that tea that was like the energy. Um, and then when you learned about my mother battle with cancer and everything, I was like, I think you had the colonial silver. Um, Light of silver. I have, I have everything. everything. So um, there are blends and juices, teas that are available. Um, I personalize everything to a person. You can get a supplement, whether it's for your circulation, whatever, CBD products, you know, anything you can it's herbs for everything she got the weight trainer she got all that so make sure y'all hit my girl up for some solutions on some natural remedies if you have any questions please don't hesitate to reach out to me um you can always follow me on instagram at blossom blends it's b-l-o-s-s-o-m-b-l-e-n-d-z Again, my name is Z. Z. Zens. Come get blended. Come get blended. Got any questions? You don't have to purchase anything. If you have any questions about anything, please don't hesitate to yeah please don't hesitate to comment um why she is on here because you know how i wanted to ask that's how i'm bringing on this um platform if you do have some questions about some healthier alternatives some herbal alternatives to something that you are addressing medically please comment we're gonna open up the phone line she's gonna be here with me discussing a couple more of my topics um but she here i got her here i brought on this platform to help my people know and to grow and sis with this e coli that is going yeah. on. Yes, the phone line is 443-642-9403. So yeah. don't hesitate. You can also jump into this comment box. And Shalina Brown from Blossom Blends is here to give you some information. But sis, with this E. coli and all this stuff going on, we still got COVID. We still got the monkeypox. What is the herbal or something that you recommend to kind of like boost your immune system? Because that helps like with all of that, right? 
Uh, yes, it's um, a whole lot of, it's, it's multiple herbs. One of them that I personally use on a regular basis is um, Moringa, Sourstop, Echinacea, Elderberry. Yes, um, I know about the Echinacea. You know, I'm making just waters like off of rinds, ginger, just like I said, different blends that you is you can, but mainly that's the ones that I normally do and the sea moss when I do myself. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know about that echinacea. I also um tried before when I was having some of that black sea oil. It's the exactly. yes. it's, it's black sea oil, right? <laughs> black sea oil, yes. But they yeah, also do exactly. come in capsule form. I um oh, I also do have them available me too. I need the capsules, honey, because let me tell you, I had that pearl oil, and I'm telling you, the struggle is like, I don't know what it's like. It's it's all it's all consistency, and it's hot. Yes, and it's it's like that that burning sensation yeah. going. To, oh man, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. honey, I was taking it every day. Um, when COVID was first running rapid, I was taking it every single day um, right. yes. <laughs> my immune system boosted i remember me having orange pills and lemon pills in the pot so yeah, i would just breathe it in I yeah which is which is very very good i think that people should do that just on a regular anyway because again covid is still around we don't know a lot of people choose not to wear masks that's your choice but just encouraging even for you just to just to get the good yeah especially if you anything like me i always get flack all the time that i'm not vaxxed yeah. oh, <laughs> i'm not vaxxed it is not like that so i always get the witch name all the time but i'm definitely considering it because like i said i was trying to go to the dr <laughs> through the being exposed to concierge however the day I know that. <laughs> the last day or whatever so i don't know but next year or whatever i'm definitely joining an initiative and i'm definitely going to be traveling so just for um a couple of the what in the world we're going to break down some of the stuff that's going on right here in baltimore city we talked about the eco line like i said i got blossom blends on the hair right here y'all to give y'all some answers to some of your health questions, she the bomb when it comes to what they call you, Shalene, the witch doctor. Good witch <laughs> doctor. <laughs> so it comes to them blends and stuff. I need some more turmeric to lighten up my um <laughs> my elbows or whatever. But all of her services, guys, like I can tell you, highly recommend it. I highly would recommend it. Yes, I would. I'm not just saying that because it was my friend. I went through the whole experience, paid my fees even tease her i was gonna call a better business girl we're gonna talk about that again to you later yo, because yes. yes we also just wanted to while we have her on here and you being a business owner talk about some of the struggles um that you did face for like, you know just running the business and some of the support but let me run some of this stuff down on a what in the world that's going on the bottom of the city and we're going to talk about it we gotta hear the whole show so don't hesitate you guys um so shalina you know miss merlin mosby honey yes merlin mosby they still coming for a sister here. Well, let me tell you about Miss Marilyn Mosby. It was supposed to start today where she was going to get her um, jewelry selection and they were looking forward to a trial next week. However, it has been delayed because the prosecution is saying that they did not submit documentation regarding some expert witnesses that her defense had. Um, so now it was necessary for a postponement. Um, and that's what's going on with that. 
Um, so, of course, you know, she's claiming her innocence throughout all of these allegations, um, throughout all of these charges. Basically, they said that Miss Marilyn Mosby lied on herself and lied on herself to take her own money. You know, she said she had a hardship during the COVID with some of her businesses, but the government is saying she still maintained a six-figure income, and she basically lied to borrow money from her retirement savings and basically purchased two Florida homes. Um, in the midst of that, it also was announced today, um, a brother here, Anon Saeed, um, who was convicted of the 1999 killing of the Walbrook girl. Um, okay. Not Ming Lee. Y'all know I got my notes because y'all know I be trying to do my research so I can bring it to y'all and <laughs> bring it to y'all for real. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, it was just announced today that they were going to vacate his sentence. Um, back in, I think it was 2014, his story became real popular through a broadcast um, called Serial, um, which led to an HBO series um, on the topic. It was a, um, a documentary that had four actual um, um, stories to the whole documentary telling his whole case. And I viewed it. And in my opinion, he was innocent. Um, so in 2018, that's his picture right there. Um, I wanted to show a picture. He was locked up from 18, so he is approaching his 23rd year of being arrested. Um, I'm going his 20th year. Is that, who is that, Princeton showing off? Yeah, yes. I'm <laughs> but approaching his 20th year, um, when he was arrested, L State's Attorney Office, who was handling that down there? Daryl Faraja was actually handling it. Then it got moved um, to the Maryland State Court of Special Appeals in 2018, um, where they took up his um, request for a retrial. But then later on in 2019, it was denied. It was denied. So a lot of spectators, because you know they always come, and I meshed all this together to bring up this point. They're saying yeah. that Merlin Mosby had eight years to address this. And it's ironic that while they are announcing the postponement of her case, that they would announce out of her office that they are vacating his sentence um, for, you know, having right. evidence that show. I mean, girl, you got to look at the documentary. You got to look at the yeah, documentary. I'm a, I'm, I'll check. I'm going to check it out because that sounds interesting. Yes. I, at this time, I was working downtown, and I remember it just was a whole bunch of chaos. That picture that's up there on the screen, that's when they was bringing him out, like right there on the side of Lexington Street. Right. Um, from the courthouse when he was going trying to get his retrial. So the documentary is awesome. Basically, at the end, Daryl Farage and them boys wanted him to admit to him being guilty for the murder um, of his ex-girlfriend at the time. Both of them attended Walbrook um, High School, but he refused. Right. So this was him already being detained for 20 years, and he refused. He said, I'm not saying that I am guilty just to get out next year. I don't know yeah. what I would have did. 20 years, I would have said, but he said he'd been in there all that time, so so be it. A lot of people were saying that it's political, girl, um, because he was Muslim, you know, um, and yeah. the young lady that was supposed to, got the le not supposedly, but the young lady that was murdered, um, I think she was Korean, Oriental, um, and that's back when, they, you know, they was coming real um, heavily in our communities with their stores and everything else like that. So, um, right. yes, it's just a real interesting thing. But I was like, how did they link her 
case ready to have to be postponed to bringing this out. Y'all mess with the lady so much. She ain't had time to do nothing. I mean, so thank goodness. Let her do what she can do before she get out of there because her last day is supposed to be January 6th. You got any thoughts on that? I I really, I it's just so political and it's just so, you know, honestly, it's so cross-tied and I think it's just all a big-ass distraction, mm. honestly, when we need to be looking out for real, for real. I mean, honestly, personally, it is it's, it's a big distraction with what the hell is really, really going on. And, you know, just... Even with hearing all that, how the hell do we feel? What's really, really going on? You know what I mean? So me personally, I think it's a distraction. I think they're going to get coming for You know what I mean? They want a spot. Me and um, a friend of mine would talk about it the other day, and she was explaining to me how she felt about it, how she felt like they want her out of there because, you know, she's, you know, putting cops away and this, this, that, and the third. Um, oh, yeah, they've been after Marilyn Mosby ever since she, you know, put those charges out on the police about that Friday night. Yeah, so and, right, and and with and with and with all of that going on, and not prosecuting the low level. Bottom line, either you vote, a vote is a fucking vote. If you don't vote, it's a vote. You understand what I'm saying? It's about people understanding and having knowledge and and understanding that that vote does count one way or another. You know what I mean? So. What the hell can we really say unless you put these people in place? And of course, they're going to come. That's yeah. just my personal thing. Well, you know, I believe that it was a huge benefit that she was put in place. Yeah, definitely. But like definitely. I said, we can just a witch hunt on her head because we're we dealing with this department who was a whole gang who can't do anything wrong. So it was given like the audacity of Merlin Mosby to try. Party gray, and ever since then, it's like this lady just really never had a chance. Um, everything mm. that I feel that she put forth, um, she was like really one of those who got in there and really was trying to make change that would benefit us and things that she's seen that basically played against us for too long. Like, yeah, we we spoken about this, you know, yeah, and I and I agree with That's you right. on a lot of things. On, and even with her being in there and the job that she's done and what she's done, you know what I mean? And But my question is, is what's supposed to happen after she got? You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to be looking at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it's distraction. Oh, it's going to be a whole bunch that's going to be happening, girl. They cannot wait to wait. They cannot wait to be pulling people over saying, I smell um, marijuana, harassing people, whatever. I mean, my whole thing is that's what state's attorney Merlin Mosby was not going for was that yeah. type of harassment, that type of um, this this culture, the brutality of the police on Baltimore City. She recognized it and she definitely was trying to make her change. Um, just yeah. like they even falls to the point where the state's attorney office is, is, is the sign to vacate this guy's case and give them another day in court because new evidence they're saying was not shared about potential other suspects. Um, yeah. A lot of a telephone um, evidence, you know, conversations was and stuff like that. It was a lot of that evidence used actually to convict him, which they're saying was inaccurate back then, falls with these yeah. and stuff like that. It was really inaccurate. Um, and, you know, he was her ex-boyfriend at the time. She had another boyfriend. He was dating somebody else. 
Um, parents never really approved of that relationship um, because of their different ethnical backgrounds, their different races. Of course, and right. Her being a Chinese girl, him being a Muslim. So it never was approved of um, or whatever. So when it came out and everything, and once they started following the lead that he did it, it kind of like stuck there. But like I said, you got to watch that de- documentary. I'm actually looking um, it up now. While yes, I'm you got to look at it, girl. It's on HBO. Um, is the case against Adnan Saeed, A-B-N-A-N. Um, it run and it has actually four parts documentary. The first, Forbidden Love, In Between the Truth, Justice is Arbitrary. And um, the last one is Tom is the killer and that's yeah and i hope i hope that he does get you know a chance and i'm glad that he is at least getting it in court you know what i mean just a chance or a chance that that's excellent yes it's awesome like i said she's ready to come out of there on january january 6th unfortunately uh, we've been blindsided there's been so much controversy surrounding her since she's put those charges and wanted to do something with the people because I just want her to come in and fall in line and right um, and, and follow what's going on and she you know box so you know I don't never and she was trying true. to plant a different seed down in that office and they're so used to those rotten apples hanging on that tree down there um that they was basically they pushed against that change you know and even yeah. as far as the residency in Baltimore City um, we said that these were things we want. We finally voted, got somebody up in that office that was for us, and look what they did. They, yeah, and it's when, when, when is it a win, whenever? You know yeah, what I mean? And the fact that she's a black woman, black period girl, they just basically went for that lady demise. Um, and right now, even with this um, trial, this indictment that she has um, from the FBI that she is fighting. Um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. She never really got to do what she needed to do completely because of all of that. So, and, and who, and after that, you know, and and in those cases, I mean, they had to put a, 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 some kind of rain on it, some kind of way. You get what I'm saying? You can't be doing this. And, 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 and and any kind of where we can come, come together and, and you know, as far as in the city, when that happened, yeah. you know, it was smoke in the city because yes. of that. It was smoke everywhere. Yes. It so, was I mean, yeah. yeah. So, you know, with, with that and, and we get ignited and actually come to unite, ignite mm-hmm. and unite, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Oh, it's definitely going to be a problem. So, you know, they don't want to see that. They want to see yeah. Um, us switching and you know us coming together loving each other and doing stuff like that that makes us more powerful um and yeah they don't want to see Definitely. that like, but you you see what, you see what gets highlighted so much you don't see the love you don't see the coming together you don't see the union you know what i mean like you you'll see people they don't turn into that because it's not you understand what i'm saying it's yeah so I, I get you. you know, but well, we telling y'all and we telling it, you know, <laughs> like I said, sometimes it takes a celebrity or somebody else to say something. So maybe they should. But everything she did, I mean, they was even criticizing everything, you know, and she had a couple of campaign commercials and everything. Every little thing she did, they was watching her. And even for us, like this indictment and these charges, I just feel they really, really like dug for that. Um, in the hindsight of it all, if. If something was, the way I would look at it, if something was reported incorrectly, sometimes it can be an error or whatever. 
Um, but the way they always put it when it's us is just fraud. It, it, it's just fraud. Like, and if she has a six-figure income and she needed a ball from her retirement, whether she had a six-figure income or not, like nobody knows what that lady finances had to go towards. So just to say because she still had a six-figure, that's crazy. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I see your mom, but I can't hear you. I said it's her income. Why? If it's her income, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, you had biggest fish to fucking fry prior to her with other people that were in office where they were stealing money from this place. And it was that her place. money. It's her fucking money. It's her, her money. money. I just That's my that. thing. It's her money. Right. And all this damn this fraud and these damn city officials do. Um, you know, I mean, if you don't never follow that way, look how they even did. Um, with all of them, it's just sad because the last couple of black mayors and anyone we had here in this leadership, yeah. um, cause the city government, like they have really like blacklisted them. Catherine, oh girl, ah, what, 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 what's her name? You seen her on uh, what's it called? What's the female American? What's the what's the female name? The that? Show, the series that comes on. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I was appalled when they had my girl. When you talking about gangsters. Oh, uh, yes. Um, them, them. American gangster. Yeah, they yeah. had, yeah, they had yeah. American gangster girl. Like, she was a drug lord. <laughs> or, like, she was killing people. Yeah, that was a whole bunch dressed up real nice. Yes. <laughs> dressed up real pretty. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, yeah. So with, even with Molly Moldy, though, her trial is going to take place. Um, the judge who was over, I think it's a judge Giggins that's down there. And basically he said that because of the delay of them turning the documentation, it was warranted for him to um, delay it. But she does have the right to a speedy trial. But he just wanted to be fair to make sure that both sides had the ability to prepare um, for their, you know, I guess that cross-examination I'm doing the hearing, um, but right. it's definitely been joined out. Um, prayer is definitely going out for the sister, and I hope she make out because it was her money. It said she lied and she stole it from her retirement fund. And then coincidentally, no, they said routinely, what she did was the announcement of that today. She got her office to announce about the Adnan Sahi case. But follow it, y'all, because like I said, um, one of the state's uh, um, attorneys, Puma, um, employees, Thurlville Roger, who was running for state's attorney here um, in the states of Maryland was um, included on that documentary. And that's when, from that documentary, I kind of already knew about him. So I kind of really didn't have a liking for him just on his response and everything on how he was dealing with that. So, you know, even in a legal system, it's a system, it's a system. And I tell you, it's crazy. Like some stuff that that's be like, totally it, like against the law <laughs> it still be happening under the law so uh just like i know saeed um adon at non saeed parents they were dealing with illnesses and stuff like that so um i think one of them might even passed away i know during the trials back in his request for pre-trial was back in 2019 his father was actually refusing to come um because he felt like they were getting backlash from showing up in their Muslim um, cloth and things of that nature. Um, I did agree, because that was a couple of things too that they pointed out in the documentary. So 
Yeah, it was a whole bunch, a whole bunch. I'm going to keep on following it. I hope he gets out because my yeah, opinion. Check it out. I'm gonna not, he didn't do it, girl. You got to look at the documentary. Or he did not do that shit. I'm setting myself up to watch this. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. But some more to what in the world, right? So we were talking about the Marilyn Mosby. Like I said, prayers up for both of them. I hope she can do all that she can before she has to get out of there on January 6th. Um, and they were saying she did this being political and trying to make that she had eight years to do it and never addressed it. But my thing is, y'all was holding that lady wings. Y'all was holding her hands. Y'all ain't want her to do nothing when y'all seen that she was really coming in to do what she wanted to do. But some more what in the world. Um, I had brought this up to you when I was talking to you on the phone, the young boy out in Carroll County. Yeah, right. Arrested for arson, put a whole dollar general store on fire where he was going to patronize the store with his mom. Um, he is now released home with his parents, but it took about an hour. It took about an hour. Yeah. Burned the whole store down to put the fire out. They had him in camera. Um, possibly about like three days after or so, they had um, reviewed the camera. They gave the residents of that county big kudos for, I guess, their tips and um, identifying the young man and his mom. And um, yeah, he shut the he set the store on fire. Could you imagine? I that know I, I set can't. his ass on fire. I'm still. <laughs> you already know how I feel about that. Yes, burned down the whole store. What what was you doing? What was you doing? There, well, they what kind of showed you him walking through the store and he kind of did like a little lighter little thing or whatever. And yeah, Posa, I think, started a fire or something. It looked like he had like a lighter or something like that. So going through. I don't know, girl, but out there and coming up, a Dollar General in Hanstead and the state fire marshal, um, oh, wow. y'all know I be having problem um, with my pronunciation, but what's up, what's up, what's what, what's what? I said it and y'all know what I said, but he made comments and indicated that it was a devastating, devastating fire. Look at that. You see the picture up on the screen? Yeah, look at that. Burned it. Oh my damn. goodness. Yes, damn. Burn but um, did, they, did they mention anything about the show and I'm having any mental issues? Um, no, they didn't. You know, a lot of times um, people say we always bring up race and everything. I say that race and whatever I said that, but he was a Caucasian um, young man. So, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, they put it out there, they put the information, but they won't really like push it, keep pushing right, it. Right. happen. Um, you know, if it was one of our children, it would have still been playing on the news. That's why I was surprised um, that you had not heard about it. Um, but you know, our laws here falls just like in the Merlin um, in that age. I don't think um, it he was like he was charged, but right. he's not detained. So I don't know what course of action that the courts are going to take or anything for him. But obviously, yeah, he's setting fires. He bought like that. I mean, I hate to assume things, you know, they say assuming asses assume or whatever, but I'm going to assume that yes, he definitely had problems. I mean, even, even to be most, most, most kids are, you know, afraid of fire or, you know, been no note enough that they know not to mess with you. You know what I mean? But, like a little piece of paper, you know how I like, 
Like he really yeah, you you went through you just you you you've been playing stuff and they probably ain't I had a situation something like that when I was younger. But I what I ain't burn no shit you down. Just no, I want no fire. Like, they call them a um firebug. Oh yeah, a firebug, but no, it's a like a no. that they really no, but I, I wanted to see how a car drove, so I moved it and crashed it. So <laughs> how old you was? Did it make the news? No. Oh, I right. <laughs> got my ass real good. Like I said, I ain't burn no shit down, but I messed. I fucking saw him nine thousand up for the rest of his life. Oh, no. But of course, they're not releasing a young man's name because of his age. But I, it just was like a what in the world for me. It happens all the time. Um, for as you know, you hear Austin, you know what Austin is. That's someone who intentionally set a fire. So yeah. Um, I had viewed when the story first came out a video of him and his mom, I believe, walking into the store. Um, and then they showed the little clip of I think like he had a lie there and he like put it on something or whatever. And then they just went in there and continued that shop and walked out with your name. He seen it had took a blaze, you know, he said nothing or whatever. But that picture right there was the aftermath of this store burning. Oh, oh. And it probably it probably scared him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't planning on doing that. And all how yeah, so I mean, even the reaction, the response that he gave as far as him not saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what children's do. And you know, a lot of times is a lot of um talk about that too, you know, because you know, recently here, um, when a nine-year-old shot the 14-year-old girl, um, Anaya Strada and killed her. Um, people are saying a lot of these laws and stuff need to be revised. You know, it's a sensitive subject for me because, you know, I advocated right. um, underneath that umbrella um, down at the Department of Juvenile Services. Didn't work for the department, um, but I was on a contract um, with an agency program where I advocated for those kids diligently um, with some of the same issues when they, you know, did crimes or they committed things, you know, against yeah. the, law, the law. I advocated for them to be connected um, the services and remain home versus um, being detained. But a lot of that was also, like I said, the disparities that we see in um, our children of yeah. color, our black children, mainly in a city, um, being affected by, you know, doing normal things. So right. the crimes and stuff wasn't to the extent of that. I mean, I remember even advocating um, for a lot of kids down there, like they would get in a fight, someone would drop their cell phone, someone would pick it up. And they were charging these kids with robbery and heinous crimes. Yes, with heinous crimes. crimes. And it would be something like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's why I did it and I did it diligently. Um, but yeah, something needs to be done because crime is still rapid. Um, here, whatever we know, it, it, it yeah. affected us. I will, I will say this. Um, I kind of work backwards in my career as far as because I work with um, mentally challenged and behavioral children now. And I also um, had the opportunity to work in corrections um, in the medical department in there. Oh. And, and, and working in a correctional facility, you've seen babies coming in with double murders, carjackings, you know what I mean? And, and I had children their age, you know what I mean? And even taking a step further to what I do now, and I see a lot of troubled children. And it's a, it's a, it's a Catch 22 because I see a lot of black kids, a lot of kids, children, girls, boys, 
that do a lot here in the city that are of greatness, but it gets so overshadowed because a lot of times these children, don't, they're not from Baltimore City. They end up being dumped here and they're left to not know how to live. See where they're out here in our streets and they had to commit crimes because they don't know how to actually live. Mm. And when it, gets, when it gets highlighted, where did it happen? It happened on the streets of Baltimore. And there are children from Baltimore when asses could be from Bethesda somewhere. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, it, yeah. it gets it gets so overshadowed. Like I said, we can we see all of that. I think a lot of the crime and, and if we don't let them see themselves be great. You know what I mean? We were fortunate enough to have, we got to see different things. But I can't tell you why it's, it's all this killing. It's senseless. It's sad. It is this. It's just it's it's disheartening our kids. They're so desensitized to it. Yeah, they don't know who they are, so they can't just be. Yeah, they. It's enough to me. I don't even want to talk about it because I will be on here, and you know me. I will, <laughs> I'm so passionate about. Yeah, I, will, yeah. I will cry. Well, guess what? You better have an herb for that. That's gonna help you with that. Look, I probably need that too, girl, because I'm a cry baby. That's why I be trying not to watch the news and all that. And yeah, it, it is so sad. Every, I mean, every time I turn the news, I'm crying about something. You know what I mean? So, and, and that sometimes it gets so heavy, I gotta step away from it because it's sad, especially when it comes down to these children and yeah, all these children. It's very sad. Last week on my show. Um, I highlighted the senseless murder of the Marvel student, Jeremiah Brogdon, um, as well as the 14-year-old uh, who was killed out in Milford Mill. I just don't have his name, but I lost it. Um, but basically, they're trying to get his um, the street, the intersection where he was killed that um, renamed. I believe, I think it's, his name is Travis or something like that. But yeah, it's sad. It's disheartening. Girl, it is, and even even to just rethink that, and they weren't. I can't imagine. You understand what I'm saying? Like I don't you can't send them to school. Come on, we ain't, we ain't. But my heart goes out to each and every one. You seen, and I seen where families' children are affected. You know what I mean? Dumb, dumb. Just the whole. I can't even. You know, get it out. It's so much, girl. I know how it is when you live, girl, and your tongue be trying, and they know I be having miscommunications all the day going time. But guess what, sis? I definitely understand, and I know where you are coming mm-hmm. from. Those are the what in the world, yes, they still in the world. Marilyn Mosby, that was one of the first things that we discussed. Um, also, a non heat getting his chance and getting his um, case vacated. And now I don't want to go back to this water, right? Um, because, you know, they got Marlon Molesby on trial for blind or whatever else like that. But it was a couple of things as I was doing my research to share with you all about her situation that I seen um, and just wanted to say about like the E. coli and everything in the water supply. Like we've been having issues with this water supply here in Baltimore City. I had came across something um, a few years back when they just basically saying Baltimore City was ripping us off. It was a $9 million discrepancies um, where they didn't overcharge people. Um, a lot of people lost their houses, the sex, 
say, I mean, tax sales. Um, people were talking about monthly, they were getting thousands of dollars water bill. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all all my business because this this <laughs> this show topic is what's the business. I have a three thousand dollar water bill. Can't get a hold of anybody trying to uh what's your name, but I just uh, reached out um to social services because they have some new programs or whatever, and that's a mess as well. I mean, there's a lot of resources out here to help us guys, but I swear to goodness, you know what I'm saying? Beggars can't be choosy because they definitely put you in a position to make you feel like you beg. Yeah, it they be. I don't care when nobody say like, even how people say I put my pride aside, like straight up, because y'all know I don't really have a sufficient income right now, but guess what? I have all got an income, girl. That's your fucking income. It's yours. It's efficient enough because it's yours. You be on a hold for three hours. They call you back. It's a call center. The person on there can help you. They still say they got to transfer you to Baltimore City. It is just, 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 just a mess. Yeah. Who is this? It was a question. Is that Shanae? A big question is how many of these kids awards of the state? Oh, she, you know, she going back to the, oh, a lot of them. A lot of a what lot. happens, I, I want to go back to our question and then I'm going to come back to the equal lie because I'm reading the chat, Shalene. I don't know if you can see it, but somebody was basically saying that how many of them awards to the state? Oh, a lot of them. Because see, a lot of them, when they come back and forth down here to this justice system, and I've seen it a lot of time, what they wind up doing is being in BJS custody. Yeah. So when they are, um, I forget, it's on the tip of my tongue, the actual terminology for it, but that's basically what it is. Them being awarded, basically saying that the state has a say-so. And in some of them cases, you know, the validity of doing that, I can see it's warranted, but a lot of it is not. And when they do that, they take the parent right away. So the parent don't have no say-so, they let the children do whatever. They take them into the social services department as well. And um, then you have, then it's this big battle with DSS, <laughs> the caseworker, and the yes. lawyers. And what the lawyers say is basically what the kids say. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my goodness. So, yeah. And, and, and they that, you shut up. You can advocate. Oh, be quiet, Shalina, because I used to be that person in there. I used to be that advocate in there, too. What's your name and stuff? They used to be in there shutting me down, but I used to be right in there, too. Exactly. Fighting for the kids. Fighting for them kids. She had another question. And I do it it every day. And I I go home with that on my head every day. Excuse me. One second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to step away. You trying to get your son. <laughs> Go ahead and mute it because I'm just going to read this. I, I mean, I'm going to read my chats over here. Of course, I do got them phone lines open, but I do appreciate all your comments in the text. Remember to always like, comment, and share. I'm so happy you are here talking to me, Shanae. The next question is, what happened to the 32 million that DBA found about 10 years ago? Honey, they found all this money. The point that I was getting to that was coming back to it, right, is that um, years ago when they were holding things about um, people with these discrepancies about these water bills and everything else like that, um, they found out that, like I said, it was like $9 million. They was overcharging, right? And then on top of that, one lady had gotten to it, the one of the ladies who had got this high old bill, she got into it and she started doing her own investigation and had found that a water fountain out Curtis Bay that was not operable was still receiving a water bill quarterly, right? And that our city, DPW was still paying them. 
See, since then, the the that water be, that water fountain is still being charged, but it has been removed and it's covered with cement. But the city is still paying for it. It's still breaking for it. I even seen something the uh, the other day where like a house talking about real estate up Park Heights going for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, girl. Really? Yes, the goddamn homeownership <laughs> association or whatever else like that. We'll probably talk about that more or less. We was basically saying that no, the setting a precedent for that community is gonna mess people up. But yes, this DPW stuff, we've been having issues with the water supply. I'm with the residents too of West Baltimore. I don't trust it, even though the boiler um alert to boil water is up. It's still really questionable to me. Just like I told you when I was running my water, I smelled something and I did see reports where they were going to chlorize it more. Um, they were checking and doing more checks. But did you know that they only check it once a month? Well, I and just in all this water thing coming up, and I do have family um that do. So I thought it was checked a little bit more often. No, they check it once a month. And at one time a month when they check it, they do um gather a lot of samples i think it's like 390 something samples they take it from different unique sites or whatever else may be the case but my whole thing is it happened friday we ain't find out to sunday monday right um right. when they first just put the loud the alert out so the city council is definitely still calling for accountability with our residents right so how long was it like that though you know what i mean chill i'm scared to drink it like i told you i think i put a little bit of on my tongue too funny and everything else like that but i ain't had no uh <laughs> no cramps or no uh no vomiting and no diarrhea or anything else like that but it's definitely different i mean i hope they doing all they had to do a close to clear it up water being an essential necessity to our survival yeah. I mean, it's just scary you know i think you know when all of that stuff was going in the flint and everything else like that it just continues to show us that we have to be conscious of when we yeah. see things like this happening in other cities happening in other to take heed yes we cannot negate to the fact that is around the corner it's or it could and it could be you or just Take hmm. the, the, the you know what I'm saying? The, the technology yourself. When that pandemic happened, America closed the fuck down. Okay, so Damn. we were out here by ourselves. Damn. At the end of the day, I needed you and you fucking needed me. And that was yes. it. Because the insurance companies ain't have us, nobody had it. If a motherfucker across the street ain't have it, what was you gonna do? Oh my you know what I'm saying? So it, even even down to the water supply. Stay ready, you ain't ready. I got water downstairs. I got rain water over. You collect. You do. You mean get your own shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Stay ready and be particular about the waters that you get. Don't That's go buy no fucking real interested. I want to learn how to grow vegetables and different things like that. I want to do all of that. Like I do because I'm I'm to the point I don't trust nothing. People be saying that I. <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist to call it what you want to go. I just feel like I'm conscious. And when you vote, you just never sleep. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, and, and you I have a comment. You, oh, I'm sorry. What's that, babe? I have a comment. 
Yeah, go ahead. We just talking. That's my fly guy up in the sky. Yes, that's I do. You know, I'm the, I like to interject some a little bit of positivity into these things because that's right. We have to realize we do have to realize that everything that you know consciously what we always do is talk down about our city. Yeah, and we don't really recognize the good part of it because I say that because when they found out about this water issue, you see, unlike Mississippi. They just got clean water back. Ours was turned around immediately. It's only been a week and a half since this happened. And we got to recognize that that is not the same thing that happened with Flint. And it's not the same thing that just happened with Mississippi. That we turned our water around. And we have to give credit where credit is due. That we had the ability to clean this water faster than any of those other cities. Right. You got to praise God for that. That's a very awesome good point, Moni. Yeah, a lot of times we can still be sitting here boiling water and we're not. Mississippi is still boiling water today. Yes, they all. don't even trust that the system yes, is clean. Yes, they all. Yes, they all. Yes, they all. Well, you know, on well, that note. Here often. You know, we, we have contaminated water. So the testing that they were doing is though, is, you know, just because they're saying, you know, they, they test monthly, that testing was working up until now. Yeah. So yeah, monthly testing monthly. was working. Now maybe they might do it more often in the future, but the monthly testing was working up until now. Right. Well, you know, the feed Baltimore City, the water feeds other counties and and other, you know, places, you know, it's not just the city. Right. And that's what I was thinking, you know, even when it was like they were saying that it was in certain areas or whatever else like that. And, you know, people in the county, what I was like, we ain't got nothing to worry about or whatever else like that. I was like, it kind of just put everybody on alert. Um, Just like he said on that note to speak some positivity into it. I just hope that they're able to address anything. Yes, we are blessed because they say. You know, you can boil it now, but I definitely can smell the difference. I definitely taste the difference. And some of the residents who were definitely affected where it was primarily um, in that area right there, Sandtown and Winchester and Harlem Park, um, have gotten help from the project. Uh, what is that? Project Baltimore from the Fox 45 to actually get an independent person to test it. So we'll see. We'll see the results of that. But that's an awesome point that you bring up. Um, about how fast L turnaround was, so you gotta thank God for that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And then thanking God, so much loss, so much loss. We talked about, you know, of course, the sense of crime here in the city, and we got some people who were predominant in this entertainment um, industry who just passed away um, this week. Jesse Powell, Jesse Powell. Yeah. Baby, it's you. I love that song. Yes. I love that song. Yes. Rest in peace to the brother. He hit the charts. I think I'm um, talking back in 1996. So that's kind of a little bit of my age because I love that. I want to say, don't tell my business. Nothing. <laughs> you couldn't tell me don't nothing. Um, but it was announced on Twitter by his sisters, um, Trina and Tamara. Um, Powell, actually his sister Tamara, who was a Grammy winner um, when she was in the R&B group, uh, Trina and Tamara. I really didn't. I got to look back up on that or whatever, but I was like, wow, why didn't even know? I didn't know that until you just said it. His um, siblings and everything else like that. So it's no details into his passing or what the cause of his passing were. Um, but he passed away the day after his birthday, his birthday being on September the 12th. Um, and he passed away on September the 13th. 
Um, so it may be, um, like we say, some illness or something like that. But rest in peace to Jesse Powell. I definitely love that song. That definitely was one in my childhood. Um, that I, girl, I was grown with that song. You gonna tell me nothing? You know your little boy <laughs> and everything else like that was singing that and all that other goodness. Uh, so it's like I say, he passed away. He, he passed away just fifty-one. Just fifty-one years old. Um, um, passed away peacefully in his Los Angeles home. That brings me to another resident um, out there in Los Angeles who was a comedian, David Arnold. Did you ever be, was you ever looking at him online? I heard about that shit. Yes, David Arnold. Guys, suddenly I think he suffered a heart attack, but he was supposed to be coming here. You know, it's kind of been my little thing to be going to um, the comedy factory where I take myself on dates and everything. Yeah. He was laughing a little bit. I was asleep. I'm going to get my sleep me about me being asleep. <laughs> um, but actor, comedian, <laughs> sitcom, writer, um, David Arnold, um, he passed away like a week shy, a week shy before um, Jesse Powell. Um, he was in Los Angeles, and he was supposed to be coming here in November. And I was really excited about getting a ticket, whatever sort of show, because I follow him on social media. Very funny guy. He has a couple of um, specials on Netflix. I think one of his last ones was like the Fat Battle Arena or something like that. So check it out if you can. Look him up still on social media. I'm giving prayers out. There he go. Uh, picture David Arnold. Yes, hilarious. He used to do the. I didn't, I didn't know who he was. I heard um, about yes. his passing on the radio and just heard a lot of people calling in. I was like, when I seen his face, I was like, oh, damn. Yes. And one of the comedians that I'm um, thinking about going to see this weekend at the Comedy Factory, Garrett Owen, um, shared something on his um, social media websites and just was sharing about. Um, how he actually helped him get his start. And he was saying like he wanted to do it. He had the pleasure of meeting David Arnold's, um, I believe, first wife. Um, he later remarried um, to who is his um, riddle now with his two children. But his first wife had kind of got him connected. Um, Gary Owens was like, I lied. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a comedian too, whatever. Um, he kind of gave him the insight on what he needed to do, told him what he needed to do. Gary said he had a whole bunch of questions. He kept on trying um call him. He said, I stopped answering his calls. He said, I wanted to know why he went to the club. He said, Garen Owens was popping. He was getting in the club he couldn't even get into. Um, right. So it was just real touching. Um, I seen a lot of people giving tributes to him along as well as Jesse Powell. Um, so like I said, people are done suddenly. Like they say, used to say, here today, gone tomorrow, but here today, gone today. Gone this hour so. Just continue to love and pray for one another. Keep going. Keep living your life. You know what I mean? You better live. I'm telling you, you better live because life is more about just dying. That's right. God bless you. God loves you. Um, So definitely just wanted to um, bring that up about them. I was like, wow. Oh, my goodness. It's like one day I was watching him on the on on the social media and it's like the next day I came on in it was like another comedian it was like announcing and I was like no uh-uh ain't no way so like I'm going through I went to his page you know because I was following him and yes it is true rest in peace um Jesse Powell rest in peace David 
arm. No, you know, kind of stuff like that. When tragedy happens with me, I have real bad anxieties about death, about, like I said, about illnesses and everything. Because like, one thing, when one happened, then it bring up the rest. Like it, it just all yeah. comes back. It's like we're always in a constant mourning, constant grieving. Um, but prayers, 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 prayers go out to the family. That's like how we spoke here about the senseless crime here and the killings, because it's always too sudden, too soon. It just is. I, I mean, even when you know, um, I'm thinking in Jesse Powell case, you know, him passing away the day after his birthday, he probably was, you know, battling some type of illness. Yeah. Or something like that. And even when you know that it's coming or it's you know no or death for or somebody that is is no way to prepare for that. It's not. Yeah, it's no and everybody grieving process is different. You know, some days you be fine, some days it just hits you. You know, you just cry to nowhere. Sometimes when I reminisce about my little ones, one moment I'm laughing and joking, I'm remembering a memory. And then the next day, that same memory that made me laugh about them one day will make me cry. Yeah. So, you know, we just got to keep each other lifted up, acknowledge that everybody is going through, but you better give praises if you're going through and you're getting through. You heard me. Yeah. Some people, huh, 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 is not getting through. So you got to praise God. Girl, I got some videos. We is coming. We've been on here talking, 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 talking. We are in the final hour of the show. Um, I have Shalina Brown here with me. Blossom Blends. Holla at her. Get on that table for that um, wood therapy. I liked it that frame, but it hurt it a little bit. But I liked it the other one too. I remember that little uh, machine you put on me. It was like ringing in my ear. Oh, so I was like, yo, what is that? Like I was being electrocuted. You know, I try anything, girl. Try to get some of this fed up off of me. Um, she already gave me a day. She said, what you coming tomorrow? So don't stand me up. I'm going to be up there bright early. <laughs> I mean, come on, I'll be here. Um, when you when you uh get off and everything, I was like, I'm gonna be up there and bright and early. But we got some what in the what, girl. We got some what in the what. You know, we be talking about the police and how bold they is, girl. I'm ready to get my producer to play this video, and I was just gagging. I sent it to him. It was a long kind of clip, so we gonna play a part of it. But just the comments and just the the what. Wait a minute. What was the saying? Somebody watch this. Money, you get a chance. What, what's, what they say? Somebody come here. Come here. Come here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Just watch this. Just watch this. I was floored. I was floored. Just watch this. The Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes, murders, armed robberies, witness intimidation, burglaries drug trafficking, extortion, and brutal beatings. We've arrested 10 of these thugs and have warrants on seven more. We have felony warrants for your arrest. You will be hunted, you will be tracked, and if wow. you raise your weapon to a man like me, we'll return fire with superior fire. Mm. Darren Carter, you think men like these are afraid of an uneducated 125 pound punk like you that's never won a fair fight in your life? and hold your gun sideways. Young man, I'll meet you on solid ground anytime, anywhere, light or heavy, makes no difference to me. You won't walk away. Look at you, men like us, son, we do dumbbell presses with weights bigger than you. And the convicts in jail, most of those men are good people who just found themselves crossed with the law. They're not evil and they don't respect you 
or any I punk like you. you, they'll toss you around like a rag doll. I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up, take back your streets, take back your country. Come forward with information about these heathens that have terrorized your community. And for those who would use <laughs> Girl, he was going in and he sounded like the biggest gang leader. He was. You, you remember what I said. It was, they it was put this show. But see, what we didn't get to play was the end, right? He had made a statement at the saying all of that. You know, he called these gangs heathen. You heard him say, yeah. you step out, you want to raise your gun on fire, we're going to get you up for um, superior fire. You will be trapped. And that's the thing about it. It's the choice of words for me. Yes. That's what you say is how you say it. And then he and made he a comment. He said it, he said it in the, it, like he, we couldn't show that part because he said um, it's not about race, but then you choose the word heathen. Right. Which is always I'm, directed at black people from mm -hmm. the past. How about it? And I'm directed to their fucking asses. They fucking heathen. <laughs> and what happened to you know they used to usually use the word thugs. He didn't use he didn't use that as much as he used that word either. He didn't want to use that. That was the one that was that's the part that. that was piercing to me. No, and then trying to support it. And what he had said at the end was like, and if you think this is about the race, look behind me. Talking about the black man that was behind me. All the look at him behind me. This is not about no okay. race. And look at Look at I, I could not believe. I was like, "Ooh, if he don't sound like one of them good old boys and just want to do what he wants to do to people or whatever," I'm like, "Really?" You know how we be talking about some of these issues that our kids have. You know, a lot of people say go to back to the upbringing, us being better that we had to set a better example. I just want to make a statement on that. Like a lot of this stuff, even with you know our city our city leadership, even with the police or whatever, I was like that. Like the conduct, a lot of times is just so inappropriate. And um, you know when they make that point, like lead by example. Like you at work. You boys are done. That one professional. Like I get it. I, I get it. That sir, you frustrated. You want to get these gun, these game up. I get it. I get it. Do your job. Do it to your full extent. But just the way he spit that off. Oh no. He, he remember Officer Friendly. It ain't no officer. Oh yeah, I remember Officer Friendly. Right. We used to be happy when they used to do it, help him visit the um. Right. This or, or, or the police officer that, that, that used to actually walk the beat and know the neighborhood and know the block. Nah, we talked about that last week wow. on a couple of, um, over in the Eastern District, you know, they are trying to put more bike patrols in that area because they say that it's more, um, you know, community-based. It helps with community policing. Um, it makes it more easier to approach people. Um, it kind of, you know, sets that precedence. Uh, you know, I'm hanging out in the community and yeah, you know I'm just I'm here to feel more comfortable. You know, it's a stereotype behind police. We've seen it. Yeah, We've but honey, yeah. I was appalled. I was like, what in the what? They really let this man make this commercial and then look at him standing there with his gun. Right. Look at him standing there with his gun. He looked just like one of them men that stormed the Capitol. 
<laughs> he might be one. That shit was <laughs> I'm getting this spread from. That's where they're getting this spread from. They just very bold. Yes. Just, I, I don't even know what the legal precedence is here because quite frankly, I think there could be some, you know, some legal precedence in charging him. And it was like making a threat. Is it a threat? Like, even if you, what's your name? He like made a threat, like, oh, and you can, you're fired if you want. We're going to return that Supreme Prime. Then he called the boy out, you punk like you. <laughs> 125 pounds. Talk about he the man. Convicts and all that. I was like, Dad, he threatened him. He already let them know, like, he basically going to be attacked when he get to lock him up. Like, you going to have problems. Like, <laughs> right, because you already, it's intimidation. It's that's that's the, right. the word I was looking right. for, it's intimidation. It's intimidation. You it's said you had a warrant, different. but your warrant isn't to take the law into your own hands. Your warrant is to enforce the law. So if you have a warrant, that is to go and arrest, not that's to come it. out with your guns blazing and talking about shooting somebody. That's it. It's like you intimidating them. You threaten them. And it's like, you know, what else is to like um, inciting it? Right. Like, so you remember what I was telling you before the show about what gang, what the initial reason for why people form gangs is. It's yeah. typically for the protection of themselves and their families. And right. it didn't turn to violence and criminality once right. it's, you know, formed. But the intention, their first intention was always to protect themselves from a high, basically from a higher power. Mm. And, and, and it always thing, turns into a negative, a negative situation because they do start to make crimes. But it, like I said, the intention was the intent, it, 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 the main focus of it was the intent to protect themselves. So this doesn't help. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. With, it, right. The commercial, it, it made it like, like even if these weren't a guy's attitude to say, you know, are they coming for us? We don't want no trouble. Like, what you think? What do you think they're going to think? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, Just, and he called that boy out, called him a punk. <laughs> or anybody for that matter. Even what if it's somebody that didn't even have anything to do with that, but interpret something else from that particular commercial you know what i mean first of all even though you may be connected or identified with being involved in something i thought that you were innocent into proven guilty so even exactly or issue or whatever is going on it does not automatically say that these guys are guilty Guilty or that these guys would or you know like you're letting all stuff like we'll give you an impression that they would want to shoot at you if you come for them you know what i mean like it just was a bit too much. Exactly. I don't know who so like this to get out. It's real. It's real. That we have a warrant out for your arrest. Why don't you turn yourself in so we don't right. have to work for you? And That's what your intention should have been. And let's address this. Been. So, right. So if somebody else that may be on the run that wasn't even mentioned there, see that video, is that going to encourage them to want to turn themselves in? Or is that going to encourage them to try to get further away you know what i mean no the way that looked is even if it was yes i definitely would try to be getting further away right, if i, I wasn't involved in these particular warrants i definitely would have some type of concern about this police this police department this group this right. whatever this group whoever they in coming to serve me with anything because i don't like his whole demeanor his whole energy uh, coming for me uh, y'all gonna kill me. Yes, and that's that. what he putting out there. Right. I'm dead. And 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 what and anyone needs to be behind me, black or white, 
is going to do it if they see you. Oh, he definitely made a point about that, you know, at the if end. Every, if it's either me like, or that, anybody. It wasn't looking, about yeah. racial. That that was another thing that just like brought me the wrong way. After he made the comment to say that it's not about the racial, he why why you had to say that? Because you know that it was. And That's then like somebody said, how many how we know all races do. It's not about that, because look at my black colleagues behind me. Mm. Look at them. So it ain't racist. How many times do people defend them not being racist? Say, I got black friends. Right. I, I got black friends. I love black people. That's right. what it was given. This ain't about race, because look at them behind me. This is about the law, boys. That's why he was, <laughs> he might as well just said all that. We gonna get you, man. Yeah, he might as well just went there, because that's exactly what it was given to me. It was right. not given no modern day alert no type of public service announcement about the it just gave me some slave shit like i i like it i ain't like it at all but that's not the half of it see that's what they do when they coming against us but i also have another clip chilena i'm glad that you here too see these about what in the what's girl because i just be like what in the what right i'm about to post up and look at this this other one right here see they don't only get indignant let me let them know that they get indignant when they're against their soul. So if you're working with them and you're going against anything. What's the other one? I only had that one. That okay. they're doing. Oh, you had it. Well, on the other one, whatever. I thought I said it to him, but on the other one, basically what it was, it was like this video of the police and he was like assaulting. Oh, okay. I don't cussing this. If you give me a moment, I can get it. Okay. Well, he just was like cussing this guy, right? And his colleague was trying to stop him. Girl, he went off on her. The producer said, "Give him a minute." A minute. So I'm gonna let y'all see the video. I think. I think. I think. I'm gonna wait. wait. What you say? I think I seen that one. I, I, I think. I thought it was his wife because I seen it, but I wasn't listening. If this is the same, mm, girl, it was his colleague. It was another officer out there with him. He just was cursing this man so badly. Um, someone they had taken into custody. I'm someone using all these obscenities. He told him that he would take his spirit, take his soul out of his body. What that mean? Oh, wow. I'm gonna kill you, right? I'm gonna kill you. That's a threat. So, so um, the lady officer like kind of like tried to grab him, I think, because she knew he was like going overboard, just doing too much, like how the police do. Um, but he basically, in my opinion, was going through something had to be. Like, I don't think that they get enough of um the psychiatric support um when they are in these type of departments and a lot of them. I don't know um, how the screening go for police officers or whatever. So that I think they have to take a lot of sector tests and all this other stuff and everything else like that. But a lot of them, like I said, they are a mess. They are. I mean, dealing with, with stresses. And they don't like us, so they don't know how to deal with us. They hate us. Everything that's been, they be showing it. They they don't. They don't. Oh, yeah, I got Janae over here in these comments. She said, what happened to the right to be presumed innocent until proven, being proved guilty? Sis, queen, you know that don't apply to us. Us black folk, we guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> and then you're still guilty in some kind of way. Prove you're innocent. How many times do you see a person get um, charged 
for one thing and or not. It could be something, anything that's happened, they'll go back and they'll talk about their prior charges and everything else that shouldn't even matter at that point in time. Oh, but so, you know, that's a lot of bit of the order of that department. Anyway, you know, a lot of times you'll get locked up for one one thing, but their habit is to throw all these charges on you because they know that if it's or just even one, go back, it even might go, if you had, even if you were have rehabilitated and you had a charge from 15 years ago, they're going to go back and highlight that charge from back then inside some kind of way into now, even if it has nothing to do with it. So that uh, innocent you were saying, I'm, I'm still proving guilty. I don't Oh, yeah, they have a whole method. They they have a whole method. Girl. We not we don't be innocent and to prove guilty. We be guilty and to prove innocent. And that's why I say a lot of times if you do something and somebody um, you know, you get locked up. Let's just say, you know, a person may get locked up for marijuana, right? So right. anything, anything, you know, it don't be just that one charge. I remember when I had got locked up uh, for a DUI, my first time ever being arrested, girl, got locked up on my birthday. I think I was 29. This one, I was turning 29 on the 29th, right? I was lost. Right out in Baltimore County. I jumped on that 695 there when I tell you that time of the morning, it was like going on to, I couldn't see, it was dark. I was trying to find my way, trying to find an exit. Poe have been leaving there to go to another bar. Um, the state trooper pulled me over. Like he was, you know, trying to help me. Yeah, miss, I see you going slow, whatever, you know, it's a highway. You okay, whatever, yeah. Girl railroaded me, asked me to take the sobriety test. Girl got on says, oh yeah, you did good. Then told me I take me back to the station. I'm gonna have to blow into the monitor because the monitor wasn't working out on the thing. I'm like, okay. Oh, my Left my car on the side of the highway. I go to the station, I blow. They keep telling me I'm not blowing hard enough. I'm like, I am blowing hard enough. Girl, they was threatening me. It was dark. You know, it just was a mess. It was my birthday. I remember the guy trying to be nice to me. And it was name, girl. At this point, I'm right. I'm cussing him out because, motherfucker, you done locked me up on my birthday. I'm ready to go right. to a bar and finish celebrating. Like, I know I'm not drunk. Now, right. that time I probably was under the influence of that marijuana girl and had it on me because I remember <laughs> it was hot and stuff. And he was like, oh, I smell it. And I was like, I'm appalled. Do you smoke cigarettes? Because <laughs> when I was smoking cigarettes, because if you don't smell them, you should smell them too. But yeah, right. girl railroaded me, gave me about 15 charges when I tell you reckless and danger and all that but they do that because they know possibly one is not going to stick and then they use that too in their negotiations against you because then they'll start giving you you know playing this game like we'll drop this and we'll drop that if you admit to this state that you're guilty to this um so me being young trying to get out of it um i think they had suspended my license i paid extra money to go to the administrative hearing where it was only um, suspended for 15 days. So I did get it back. Right. I was supposed to, but it just was the fact that I went through all that. I remember the yeah. report. The report was a lie. Um, I tried to do my investigation on the police. All his reports were basically same verbiage. Red yeah. said my speech was slurred, girl, all this shit. If I was so drunk and they said my blood level was a point over, I think it was a point, supposed to be a point zero nine. No, the point... 08 was legal. I think I think they were saying mine was a point zero nine. Whatever it was, mine was a point higher. Right. I girl, they gagged me on my 29th birthday, locked my ass up. Yeah. I did get out about an hour or two later. And guess what I did? Right. 
caught a ride and went right back on 695 and got my motherfucking car and rolled home. <laughs> yeah, I got I got locked up. I had an officer. With the grass in my pocket. But if I was drunk, why y'all ain't told my call? Because they can do that. Um, oh, the people, they can do that. And they did they, what they wanted to do with me, baby. Yeah, they came to my house. And because mm. I told them they weren't coming in and who they were trying to escort and wasn't. And the officer did not like my mouth. And I was talking to him kind of, you know, like, you in my house. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I was being and my mouth. that's why so. I got a second degree assault charge <laughs> for oh, running my yeah. mouth. Remember? Oh, my goodness, girl. They had verbal to me. I had my little um, sister with me who shares the same birthday as me, you know. I'm like my god sister be Rodney. Um, was this little Isha me and her saying she had the same birthday, 729. Girl, they put they took her in the car, dropped her off outside the exit. They weren't supposed to do that. Left yeah. her out there in that dark. Everybody said, what she supposed to do? And what was supposed to They left her out there in that dark. Girl, like I said, if it wasn't for phone when I went, they took my stuff, but I had called uh my homeboy to go pick her up outside of the exit. Um, once he picked her up, he came down to the jail. They came down there and waited for me. Um, then when they was releasing me and I got them charge papers, girl, I said, you know what I'm charged for? 15 charges. I'm like, what the hell is this? Right. Girl wrote me, yeah. definitely took a lot of money in my pocket. I had to go to um, yeah. the driver's education course for the alcohol and everything. Girl, it just wore me out. I was so glad when it was over. They had me on probation. I had to play a monthly fee mind you is my first charge of a first time being arrested for right. anything and the fact that it was my birthday you know it definitely rubbed me the wrong way and i was not living for it so mm. all that friendly cop shit trying to be officer friendly now like i just was not feeling him he act like he was going to help me like he was trying right. to help me girl and then railroaded me so quota must have been up and they used old chastity dorsey to fulfill that damn quota so that's like my little story but you know i've been harassed a numerous times um by the police or whatever like that but that was one of my stories and just like i said after that happened i was like i know this is happening for a reason after that i was like i want to help people that deal with stuff like that because you know i didn't see people with the uh, machines in their car thank goodness it ain't never um come to that i did have liquor in the car but my whole, my bottle was closed. I had a whole fifth of liquor. I know he took my fifth of liquor. I don't never remember a pool. Now he probably took it, drunk it with his friends. But he right. wasn't getting that marijuana though. <laughs> you said he was not. I did hear that. Look, I did hear that marijuana though on me. So I, I had that marijuana on me and it was hot. I was a little bit heavier then. Baby, it was hot. I remember when they put their handcuffs on me, right? They set me in the front, not in the back. Thank God. Right. It was in my back pocket. So I had room to grab out my back pocket, girl, and I put it like in the crack of my butt. Yeah. Why I do that? And it was loud. That's when the loud, loud first came <laughs> on. You talking about loud? That police officer was like, and I smell it. <laughs> you'll be in more trouble. I was thinking to myself, I was doing baby. I don't care. He's going to have to dig in my tail to get this. <laughs> 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 they had me in a ball pit. So nothing ever came out of which name. So that's just how I looked at it. Um, you know, when I look back at it or whatever, I say, you know, I always say, because, you know, I acknowledge God and everything, every part of my life. Um, it was a misfortunate situation, but I feel like it probably was God just preventing me from something. Because like I said, it was my birthday and I was prepared. I had that on me 
and I was hit it. I had um one like a glass of wine or something when I was out in that house, and I knew I did not want to go there. That's why I don't go out there. I, I don't go past there, whatever. And if I do, I'm definitely taking a city, no 695 for me. Um, but I think it was just, you know, preventing me from something because I was gonna go out that done the people was waiting for me. It was a little ball day, and I said I probably was gonna get two to uh yeah. or whatever, you know. So it could have been worse. So you know, I think it could have been worse. Ain't like nobody playing for you to end up in nobody's jailhouse either. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't, but that's what that was one to remember, baby. They say you get locked up on your first day, you definitely had fun. So I had fun. And I remember being released. Like I said, I had got a good friend. Sunny. Sunny. Yeah. Sunny came and got me here. Picked my, pick my um sister up from the uh exit. Came and got me. And we still party. We was up to about four, five, or six in the morning, but it just was a mess, a mess. Okay, I'm getting a word that that video is ready because I definitely wanted y'all to see it. Just like I was making a point is that we see how he gave that message just totally inappropriate at work. And guess what? They only don't be like that with us. If you are in an apartment and you go against anything that that gang is doing, hmm. they turn on their own. Yeah. Watch this, Shalene. You ain't one of them. Watch this. Yeah, they will turn on their own. They will turn on them. They will turn on them. He was going, oh. And then there was a lady that he grabbed like that. It's going to come on eventually, guys. But yeah, it was a lady that he was going on like that. Like I said, it was the um, police officer going off. And some guy that they have Get in the car. Get in the car. All right, I'm getting in. Get your feet in. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You want to play games? You play with the wrong mother. What you gotta do, man? You gonna mace me, mace me. Look at me, mother. You wanna play games? Sir. You ever get See you in about five minutes. Yeah, he's seen at this point because he's like, he's choking. He's like, I'm running somewhere. I'm right here. Listen, can you stop pulling the handcuffs on my wrist? God, you don't listen. You're not stronger than me, man. I'm letting you know. All right, let's go. We're going to take a seat. Watch your head getting into the car. Ah, miss, can you stop Just pulling the cuffs? Just get in the car and give me. Yeah, he cussed that boy out. Yeah. Cussed that boy out. I will take it. And grab, he grabs her by her class. Wait a minute. She was trying to really get him like you are going overboard. Like this is not police conduct that we're supposed to be displaying or, you know, displaying in this situation. So to me, she was being an awesome co-worker, like her ethnical um, you know, things that she swore to. 
stand out. So she grabbed him, I guess, trying to be helpful. Like, look, you doing too much. But he was already there. He grabbed her by that neck. Like, don't you ever look, 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 look. Don't you ever put your motherfucking hands on me. He told her, I'll see you in a couple of minutes. You see in when five he minutes. <laughs> you see when he went back to that car, baby, over that door. But that man, that boy was like, yes, See you in five minutes. Hey, yes, sir. He was like, shit, I better be quiet because if he choking his own, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to die for real. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm it ain't die. funny, it's but it just show how blatant it is with stuff that they do, y'all. And when they you also got to realize that that's Florida. It's Florida, too. That's what I was giving. I was wondering because I'm here because of his hair. <laughs> they can't control themselves. He was already there and they can't control themselves. I say it with here all the time. I didn't see police um, approach situations. And as soon as they approach, before they even know what's going on, they cursing. Get the fuck down. Get the, put this, which name? And I ain't talking about coming to nobody's house. I mean, you see this on the corner on the street. It stopped and it slacked down when we had Sister Merlin Mosby up in that office when they said they ain't going for none of that. And that police, uh, you know, we had that whole thing with the consent decree that posed that they still trying to implement effectively that ain't even all the way been rolled out effectively in a time frame that it has supposed to been um right and then a lot of these programs that they got going on um that is supposed to be for the people they call it a hug a thug <laughs> program or whatever but oh, wow. I, I just <laughs> I just wanted to show y'all these videos. Like I said, the first one, I just was appalled that they actually let him record this, make this, and they put it out after they watching it. So we know what that mentality is there. And then even with this one, I'm like, okay, he's going overboard with this guy. Look at me. Look at me. The guy realizes like, oh, he going to mace me because he must have been pointing to mace. Um, <laughs> and he was like, well, mace me then. It also was reported that he was making... Um, the other officers turn off their body cameras. So I think the body camera that was being shown was just that one officer. But you see, if you go against them, even if you got on a uniform just like them, it can happen to you. So I think this is a message for the rest of police on the forces or whatever. Y'all got to get them bad apples out of there. You see something, y'all tell us all the time. Uh, Lead by example, y'all tell us all the time. If you see something, say something. So Kudos to that female officer. I don't know if this was her superior, like if he was a supervisor or what, but I hope, <coughs> um, excuse me, I definitely hope that she reported him and something was done. I gotta look up on it, but he definitely would have been charged. Every right he to detain him. Definitely well. would have been charged. Do you hear me? But she had every right to detain him as well. The officer, the she had every right to detain the other officer if she had chose to, because the 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 um I'm losing words. All right, the person that was already in custody was in custody, in and custody, and in the car. So when you threatened him again, here we go with that word threat. He threatened him while inside of a police car that he was going to mace him while handcuffed, yeah, and inside the back of a police car with. More than five officers surrounding that car. Yeah, there was no imminent imminent danger, so he Amen. is he would have been he could have been cited for threatening that person in that car with mace. Yeah, 
Yes. Causing bodily harm. It's just a mess. I come across so many videos like this. I came across a video of a young man, um, I think 20 years old, who they were executing a warrant. They went into his home, something similar to um, the tragic events that led up to Breonna Taylor's death. Um, but they went in to serve a warrant. Um, the young man was shocked about his sleep. He was shot dead. Um, they were saying that he had a weapon. And that'd be the thing, too. They know what to say. So even if they shot this brother and his body was reacting basically from the shot of the bullet. So just imagine they pop through your house. They come in a server warrant. He had like his vape or something like that in his hand. So like when he heard it, he like jumped up or whatever, girl, the police automatically just shot. Boom. Right. Then he run in the room. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. But the guy was he was done. He was dying. His body was going in shock. So instead of rendering aid to this brother, they were still trying to like handcuff him. Like they did handcuff him. You know, he died. He was pronounced dead by the time they got him okay and go to the thing. So it just be stuff like this. I come across a ton of these videos, different things that I see. So it just real, y'all. Y'all just got always be on alert. I try as much. If I don't have to have no encounter with him, like I said, I had a lot of instances um, where I'm shell-shocked from the police. I really am. And I know a lot of it has to do um, with me living in the city and just like my experiences. Answer um, this question though. What's that? Why aren't you a police officer? Why I'm not a police officer? Well, that's a question for both of you. But you answer later. I'm not Why a police officer. Police? And I Why think- Why aren't you a police officer? I'm not a police officer. I think um, because I don't want to be connected to what they're about. See, my whole life, you know, even like Shalina mentioned, the officer friendly and everything. I remember being in elementary school when they came. Um, but my whole life, it, I never had a positive um, image of them. They never were. I never seen them as a helpful source. And, and far as with me in my life work, I've always did things that was helpful to people. So here, I never understood that the police you know, until I got older and, you know, and I got the concept, but, you know, when I was younger and growing up, no, I didn't aspire to be a police because I, I didn't see them as a positive or a good thing. It, it was like a gang to me. Like every time I seen them, they were doing, it never was friendly, aside from the officer friendly that I seen in school. Shalina. So I wasn't inspired just, to be no police officer. Yeah, I just you never worked in the corrections though. You was in there, girl. You was yeah. I was. I was, was also. There. I was on the medical side. Oh, right. Um, I just never. You know, it's just me and me just have <laughs> just not being. That just never was my thing. Not that I had more bad experiences with police officers versus good. I I've seen bad officers. Things happened with bad officers. I've had, I can name quite a few that have been very helpful in situations with me. Mm -hmm. um, I know some good ass officers and shout out to them because, you know, they they really love their job and they're, they're out there and they're doing it. Um, so I, I just never chose to be a police officer. It's not my round. Mm -hmm. My round is, is helping people. Right. But the crazy part is though, not a police officer now that it, it makes me rekindle a memory. I, I did used to want to be like um, an investigator, like because I'm still like in the show. So I guess that's a police or whatever. I used to want to be like an investigator. I had a couple of career paths that I used to save when I was little. I wanted to kind of be like an investigator 
to find stuff out. I don't know if that was just the nosy side of me all the way back then flourishing. Um, but I wanted to do that. I wanted to work like in forensic. And I also wanted to be like a general surgeon. Like I wanted to help people like if they were in accidents and came and something was wrong. Yeah, I wanted to be like I'm not one of them girls that shies away from gory stuff. Like I'm not scared of blood or someone has a sore. Like I used to always be one of one. Like I want to see it. Let me see. I used to be the one want pick your face, pop a bump. <laughs> help me pop the why haven't y'all chosen that field of being a police officer? It's because it, it comes with a lot of having a superiority complex. That's what was just exhibited in that video. That man. man thought he was so superior to the young man that he had already, like I said, already detained. He was yeah. already cuffed. You had more than five officers surrounding him. Wow. That was handle Why the are you doing all that? He actually could have stepped away. If he was that angry, you should have stepped away. You should have had no reason to be involved in that. In that, um, but we see it all the time. You know, even with us, you know that the part is the police don't want you to ask no questions. They get offended by that. But see, you the know? interesting part is, which is why I said you, I had to bring up that it was in Florida, is because they are touted and pat on the back for that kind of behavior. When again, that you, first are video was in. you are supposed to be enforcing the law. And not being judged and jury. Mm. Your job is to detain and bring them in to be fingerprinted and photographed. And that ends your process in the job. That's it. You, you don't need to be it. doing no threatening. You don't need to be pulling no mace. You don't need to be doing any of that because that person, again, was already detained. Can about your no Nobody cares about what you think. It was a superiority complex. And then, like, like I said, I can, it didn't I it the way he turned around and then enforced his superiority complex on that other officer who was trying to protect him. Yes. The she was protecting him from he breaking said, don't you put your, don't you put your damn hands on me ever again. <laughs> and I think she just tapped the shoulder. I don't even really see how she tried to wish me, but I think she did. No, she pulled him. She was pulling him back because, yeah, again, like, he was getting ready to get in trouble by getting ready to attempt it makes that man who's already detained with his hands behind his back. He was yeah. going in the back seat and he was picking. He wanted them to do something else. He was, it was nothing to... that that man could do to re remotely endanger those officers with his hands behind his back and being in the car already. Oh, he wanted him to so be So now fine. you got your mates pointed in when your hands are the free one. You are the threat. You are the threat, officer. You were the threat in that situation. Not the, the detaining. Hmm. And he should be brought up on charges. I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow this because I would be <laughs> surprised if the yes. law is already in process. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like how it even falls apart. It definitely should be something. Attorney Crumb is probably already on this. Attorney <laughs> or something. Like, come on. And like I said, if I was that lady officer and you did that to me. Now, because I want to know what the offense was. What did he get arrested for for you to be that damn angry? Yeah. yeah, you are really angry. You are really angry. And then for you to put your hands on me. It's not the job. That is not the job where you have a license to carry a weapon to be that damn angry. That is not the job for you. You yeah. need to retire. And he probably is coming up on retirement age and he needs to be out of it. Hmm. And that's the, but uh, yeah, but that. How that's many people crazy. do we got in these jobs that are just like, you know, that Come on. don't belong in there? Come on. 
How many people do we got in these jobs or whatever? Like, even when we were talking about what's the business in these businesses, we want to go back to that. You know, my guest tonight was Shalina Brown from Blossom Blends, who has had some challenges and stuff. But since we were talking about what's the business, like, what is that too? Like, a lot of people who said, like, you, Shalina, that's definitely your spirit and your personality that, you know, to be helpful, like you said, that's inside of that medicine or whatever. But some of these people in their customer service, I don't understand how you be wanting to get into certain jobs and you do not have the demeanor. It's not true. You don't have it for it. The demeanor. But guess what? Guess what, girl? We were talking, we talking. We out of time. It's already nine. (laughs) It's already nine. But you're going to have to join me again, Ms. Brown. Yes, you is. I thank you again. Shalina Brown, Blossom Blends. Check her out. IG account is Blossom Blends. She likes to do everything directly. Holla at her. You already know I'm back here next Thursday. Same time talking to you. What's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? On a You Better Live radio show through Be Exposed Radio, Be Exposed Media. Come back next week. Talk to the girl, the queen, the goddess. Chance yeah. is Lady Cake Mix. God loves you. God bless you. You better live. See y'all next week.